Like there's no right way to do it. Oh, we're going to get into it. What up, moms? This is Whitney Williams, and I'm here with my best friend, friend, <laughs> friend, Candace. And this is the Mom Group Chat Podcast. Hi, guys. We have a new second time mom here with us today. I have a new baby squish. She <laughs> is so squishy. Evie's here. We're so excited. Yes. Baby Evelyn is here. She has made her earthly debut and I am tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like, I feel like Candace has been withholding from me a lot of things because she wants to talk about it on the pod. And I'm like, how are things going? What's going on? And she's like, I'll wait till we uh, have Evelyn's episode. And I'm just like dying to know what's happening over here. Well, I was just talking about how my hair looks so big right now, and it's because it's full of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm jealous because my hair is flat, per usual. <laughs> uh, no, I have been withholding a little bit, and part of that is just, like, being in, like, the newborn, like, time warp of, yeah. like, you get sucked into, like, just focusing on your routine and, like, yes. sure be- and, like, figuring everything out. So don't take it personally. It's not just you. It's everyone. <laughs> well, it's weird. It's, like, time is so fast but so slow. You're yeah. just, like, it slows down and you're, like, oh, now I can catch up on everything. But it's, like, 2 a.m. and you're, like, oh, no one else oh is Oh, my awake. God. <laughs> I just said that to Vinny. I was, like, time is moving so fast but so slow at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially the night times. Like, you know, I have her little hatch, like, noise machine in our room that has, like, the time on it. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I'll look at it and be like, damn, it is already 4.30 a.m. Like, that's crazy. The night went by so fast. But also the night went by so slow. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I still have three more hours of, like, torture before, like, we awake (laughs) for the day. Yeah. Oh, I know. But it's so hard. It is hard, Um, and I'm sure we'll get into all of, like, the nitty-gritty of it all, but the bright spot here is that she is here. She's healthy. She is she is healthy, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, tell She's us everything. Girl. My God, I was thinking about where to start on this because I feel like so much happened like bef- the week before she was born. I was just going to like touch on that a little bit. My mom got admitted to the hospital the mm-hmm. Thursday before my induction. So it went from like me praying that she came any day to me being like, wait a sec, I need you to hold on. Um, My mom is all good now. She got diagnosed with like um, a blood autoimmune disorder that's curable. Like she's going to be fine. But it was very scary there for a second. And uh, she spent four days in the hospital and got literally discharged on Sunday at like 4 p.m., honestly. And And then you went to the hospital. (laughs) Yeah, I went to the hospital at 10.30 p.m. on Sunday. So that is like – and I'm not kidding. Like, she told every doctor, every nurse, like, my daughter's giving birth on Monday. Like, I have to be there. Yeah. And everyone – when I came to visit her every time, they were like, we're going to try and get her out before you <laughs> give birth. So um, anyways, the week before was, like, a little crazy, and I feel like – I'm so, well, I'm so happy that she's okay and yeah. that it was, like, all curable and, like – this is just a note to everyone listening. Go and get your physicals and your blood work because this is something that 
they caught in normal like blood work um of hers that was done and especially there's something with the boomers and our parents like they have such like an issue taking care of themselves or taking care of themselves so encourage your parents to go and get a checkup and get full blood work done because you never know and uh this is something that could have been dangerous if not caught so anyways so um, we went into the hospital uh, at 10.30 p.m. on Super Bowl Sunday. We missed the ending of the game because we were literally checking into the hospital. And, um, I missed it because I was asleep. I have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of mad, too. Like, apparently it was a great I know, game. I know. Well, we were, like, literally driving to the hospital, and I had it on my phone like and I was holding it up for Vinny and I to watch because it was like overtime it was like intense and a good game but we got checked in it was so smooth and easy honestly like they took us right away they you know we got me all situated in a room and a bed and all of that um and then I got a dose of Cytotec which is the little you know pill they put in your hoo-ha Um, and pretty much we just chilled for four hours and tried to sleep. I, I would say sleep, but I didn't sleep very much to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got another dose and then, yeah, shit started to progress like (laughs) morning time. Um, on Monday, the 12th, I had amazing nurses. Like it was as smooth as it could have gone. Honestly, like I had such a good experience, I I feel like there's and Whitney obviously you and I all we know is induction because I had to be induced with my right. person I know you were induced both times with both. yeah I feel like there's a lot there's sometimes like a negative stigma about induction that like it can be like invasive or like I don't know uh I loved every second of it it Me too um, both time I mean first time was eh, second time was even better. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. People are negative about it because it can easily flip to a C-section. Yeah, if if things aren't progressing. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think having amazing nurses is major key to success. Yeah. Like I had a nurse who's been a labor and delivery nurse for like 35 years and nice. she was like we're going to get this baby out of you as quick as possible. She knew all the moves with the peanut ball and uh-huh. like constantly had me switching positions. That's um, the best. They yeah. know their shit. Yeah. So by two o'clock, I was like, um, I think eight or nine centimeters, like we were getting close. And I was definitely, I feel like my epidural was perfect this time. Like Same. I, oh my gosh, like I didn't, it took away like the pain, but I mm-hmm. still felt like pressure. Same, it was so much and easier I, to push this time. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. I had like, and towards the end, it was pretty intense, but it wasn't like unbearable, but it was intense pressure. Yeah. And so I was like looking at my nurse and I was like, I, we're going to be going soon. Like I, I feel a lot of pressure. She checked me again. I was like nine, 10 centimeters. So my doctor came in who is, I love, and I'm obsessed with her. She was so there for me after Shannon passed. Like I obviously was pregnant and had so much anxiety. I went in and like she sat with me for like an hour and answered all my questions. And yeah. like she was truly there for me 
after Shannon passed. So I was so excited when she was the doctor on call. So anyways, she came to me. I was like, I'm ready to push. And she was like, I have to go do an emergency C-section. Can you wait? (gasps) And I go, I don't know. Like I literally looked at her and was like, I don't know if I can. And she was like, and I asked how long does a C-section take? And she was like 45 minutes to an hour. And I was like, I'll try, but like, I don't know. Like I'm already feeling urges to push, you know? So we made it like 40 minutes and I looked at my nurse and I was like, I got to have this baby. Like I cannot wait another second. And she checked me and she was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like the head is coming out of you. (laughs) And so they got another doctor on call. She was so nice. And she was like, Dr. Bajardi and I literally were in residency together. I like, we've worked together forever. Like you're in great hands. I don't care. (laughs) And I was like, truly don't give a shit. I have to push this baby out. So I probably did like two pushes and then Dr. Bajardi ran in the room and was like, I'm here. I'm here. And it was so, she was so sweet. And she like, they like swapped places so quickly. Like they got her ready, like in her little gloves and gown. And she, and I literally, I pushed for 10 minutes and (laughs) just so crazy. She was out and yeah, she, so as soon as she was born, the, everyone was like, oh, she's a big girl. And I was like, I kind of knew she was going to be bigger, but you know, they don't weigh them for like an hour, you know? Yeah. So I, she was out, they put her on my chest, obviously to me, she felt kind of like Alice did honestly. Like I was like, she's maybe a little bigger, but like, yeah. she's like Alice's size, you know? And then they weighed her <laughs> and they, so they took her and weighed her And they were like, oh my gosh, eight pounds, 11 ounces. And I was shocked. (laughs) She also had a 14 inch head, which they said was pretty big. They were like, oh, she's got a large head. I was like, cool. Love that for me. (laughs) Um, So yeah, but I mean, it was such an amazing experience. I read Shannon's birth email that she had sent me before I gave birth, which I knew was going to give me some strength. Um, and I really feel like I had a magical experience in that, you know, she was there with me. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then after I did have a, I guess I did have a, like a little bit of complication afterwards. They were having trouble like controlling my bleeding a little bit. Nothing like scary. Like it wasn't like I was hemorrhaging or anything like that, but they were having issues like controlling my bleeding. Um, but they were great and got it under control. I felt a little, um, I actually didn't get to hold Alice for the whole hour because I started to feel kind of faint. And um, the medicine they gave me to clot the bleeding, I guess, which is, by the way, a pill in your butthole. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. What a delight. They after birth. They literally, <laughs> literally just pushed out a baby. Uh, I ripped my <laughs> vagina. And now they're like, by the way, we're going to stick this pill in your rectum. So... I'm so sorry. It's so invasive. Everything is like, all right. Yeah. It's just crazy. So, um, the medicine and they had warned me that the medicine might make me feel icky. Like it it could give me a fever they said, and could make me feel super nauseous. And I hadn't eaten anything in 24 hours base or almost 24 hours. And, um, they, 
it did. It made me feel kind of icky. And there was a point where I was like, someone's got to take this baby. Like, I'm scared that I yeah. can't hold her right now. Uh-huh. Um, so they obviously Vinny took her and all was fine after that. Like, I've been fine since, you know, so um, but yeah, it was beautiful and amazing. My mom was there. She made Yay. it. And uh, Vinny was a champ. Oh, the cord was wrapped around her neck, which I Oh, was I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I like. So they, did she come out crying or no? Is that? Yeah, she did. Oh. She came out crying. And they said, when they said, oh, the cord. And I saw the cord, which is still crazy. Can we talk about that? It's there are weird. Still, <laughs> it looked so crazy and hers was like super curly yeah that's a it's curly it's disgusting oh my god I don't know it's so I hate it I hate it all (laughs) (laughs) so they said it was pretty like I was shocked that it was around her neck and it like kind of scared me I was like oh my god is she okay and they were like oh it's she's good it's loose like they they kept saying it was like a necklace Oh, <laughs> like it was like hanging down like a necklace. She's a material so, girl. <laughs> she's a material girl. Um, <laughs> so they didn't seem concerned. So I was like, I guess I should be concerned because she's fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they weighed her and they said 11 or eight pounds, 11 ounces. And I was like, good God. I, I know, but when they're little, it doesn't seem like they're that big. No. It's weird. And you're like, oh, they just look like a tiny little baby. But then they tell you the weight and you're like, Oh my God. I mean, yeah. nine five. A, I mean, over here. So. Yeah. Ew. It's crazy. I know, but I mean, Alice I mean, was seven five. So she was like a whole pound plus more. I think Graydon was eight four. So he was still like on the juicy side too. Yeah. But not nearly as big. And I mean, I like a bigger baby though, just because yeah. they're squishy. So I was going to say, I have said for the longest time that I wanted a big chunky baby this time because Alice is a little green bean. So we, I got my chunky baby. She's got arm rolls and cheeks and she is, I've been so since when Alice was born, like I, she, she has always been chicken noodle. Like that's Mm -hmm. just her name. She's just a chicken noodle. And this one is a dumpling. Like she's my dumpling. (laughs) I call her little dump. Which is probably dumb. not a good nickname, <laughs> but she is just a dumpling. And my, like now my most used emoji online, like oh. online, what? How old am I? On texting. Um, yeah. My On most used interwebs. emoji is, is a dumpling emoji now because of her. Well, whenever so. I was little, they called me Winnie the Pooh and then mm-hmm. it just turned into Pooh. So I get that. <laughs> I've always Winnie. been. Winnie? No, it just It couldn't poo. have been Winnie? So I've been called Pooh my whole life. So I get it. Evie, I got you, dump. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's a couple other like crazy things that happened. So, I mean, if you saw my Instagram post, you know this already. But so we got, you know, they do everything in the labor and delivery. We're getting like ready to be moved to the postpartum room. I talked to my nurse. So one of my nurses was 20 weeks pregnant. And so we were talking, I told her about the podcast mm, and oh I was like, you should listen. Shameless she plug. <laughs> yeah. She was like uh, a first, she's a first time mom. I was like, oh, this is perfect for you. Like join us over on yes. mom group chat, blah, 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 whatever. Um, She was like, all right, let me go. Just make sure your room is ready and I'll be right back. 
So she came back and she was like, amazing. All right. We're ready to go. I just talked to your nurse upstairs. She's amazing. Her name is Shannon. And I, Vinny and I both gasped. We were like, I am a huge believer in little signs. I feel like that is what gives me peace. I see signs from my dad all the time. And I think life is a lot sadder if you don't believe in those signs or don't believe in those like little coincidences. So I think that, you know, that happening and having our nurse be Shannon, it was a little sign from her that she was here with us. Oh both God, at- when you told me that, I, after like we got off crazy. the phone, I, I started crying. I was like, yeah. that is oh. out of the millions of names people right. in the world. Like, yeah. what are the coincidences? I was like, I just I started crying. I was like, that was so nice of you, Shannon, to come and say hi to Candace. I like, know. oh my God. And I can't get over it. And I'll never I get cried. over it. I cried. Vinny just like couldn't believe it. He was like, that is so crazy. Like yeah. of all the of all the people, of all the nurses, like how crazy is that? So we got up there and we like told obviously the nurse and she was like so touched and like she was amazing. I bet y'all were like, oh, and she was like, okay, y'all are creeping me out. Yeah. <laughs> she was, I was like, literally she hadn't been in our room for like 30 seconds. And I was like, by the way, I have to tell you. And she was like, okay, you're crazy. This is a lot. Yeah. That's no, funny. she was so sweet. Um, And was so touched that we like you know yeah I mean she'll probably remember that forever too so yeah she um is she actually like asked a lot about her like our whole stay there because I had her two nights in a row that nurse Mm -hmm. um and she like asked a lot about her and like really took an interest in like who she was which I really loved you know like it's always nice to kind of talk about talk her, about yeah. her and share her with anyone who will listen so um yeah it was really sweet and I really appreciated the sign Shannon and yeah. um I shared obviously that with Shannon's family too and they were like oh my uh, I know you Shannon's didn't tell mom, me how what did they say I mean they all were like oh my god like how wild is that and then her mom said, well, of course it was Shannon. Like, I think that's what she said. She was like, of course your nurse's name was Shannon. Like, of course she would be there for you. So it was really sweet. And I'll um, never get over that. That's I know. So wild. It's so crazy. So that happened. Um, and, you know, we were only in the hospital for two days this time. Woo-hoo! <laughs> My baby was still jaundice. Don't get it twisted we were still <laughs> jaundice okay I learned a lot about jaundice this time around and I'm gonna drop some knowledge on all of you here so that Let's you can go. prepare yourself okay so jaundice is very dependent on blood type which I did not know so if you have a negative blood type you're almost guaranteed to not be jaundice like it's okay. very rare it's I'm like positive almost, yeah om- almost always is it positive I have a negative blood so we were kind of waiting to see what Evie's blood type was because Vinny's O positive mm-hmm. and Alice is O positive. So we were like, okay, if, if Evie got my blood, like she's not, she's most likely not going to be jaundice. It's also O positive is the most 
jaundice prone blood type there is. Oh. That almost always babies that are born with O positive blood like have some sort of jaundice. Didn't know that. So, um, and there's a bunch of like predisposition things they talked about us. And one of them is that if you had a sibling that was jaundice and I'm like, well, Alice was super jaundice. So yeah. here we go. And literally after she, like 12 hours later after she was born and they were like, by the way, her blood type's O positive. And I was like, fuck, damn it. <laughs> and as um, you see her get like more and more tan, you're like, literally, no. I could see it happening. I was like, yep. Yeah. She looks like she's put on some self tanner. So <laughs> I know they get such a like pretty complexion. You're like, all right, I like it, but like, don't. Okay. I know people are like, oh my gosh, her complexion's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. It's the jaundice. Yes, um, exactly. A lot has changed since we had Alice in the jaundice world. They, the threshold for light beds is like higher now. So you actually don't get admitted to the light beds until like, it's pretty intense now. They just really tell you to focus on like feeding yeah. and flushing it out and monitoring it rather than going straight to the light beds. Um, and they gave us the option to stay one more day to like no. possibly. And we were like, mm, and they were like, or you can monitor from home and see the pediatrician within 24 hours. And we're like that one, we want to yeah. go home. So we did, we did have to go to the pediatrician three times, like three days. Uh, but by the third day, her levels went down and Yay. we're out of the, you know, we're in the clear with that. And we got to yeah. manage it from home. My biggest advice, and it's funny because I said last time that I would switch to formula, just cold turkey, just to kick the jaundice and then go back to breast milk. We did supplement a little bit with formula until my milk came in. But once my milk came in, um, she, like Evie's such a good eater that I didn't need to do the just formula. Yeah. Really, she was chugging my milk, like wanting two to three ounces per feeding as a newborn, which is kind of crazy. Um, and we were able to kick it with my breast milk, which is Yay. awesome. So Yeah, amazing. But yeah, I just thought that was so interesting about the blood type thing. I did not know that. I just thought any baby could really be like jaundice. So uh, crazy but it's that very... they both got Vinny's blood type. I know. Mine, mm. I think both of them got mine. In the same vein as like what they got from Vinny, what they got from me. I think this baby looks more like Vinny. She's a little bit more of a mix, uh. I think. Yeah, she Alice does... came out looking like you. It was, yeah. Which I do. I see similarities, but she is a little different. She's a little different, um, but in a good way, I think. Like, I, yeah. I think it's like they look like sisters already, but they're yeah. different. Exactly. So, I mean, the genes be working. They're siblings. Yeah. That's how I feel yeah. like Margot and Graydon are. Like, I'll look back at pictures. I'm like, shit, shit. They look just alike. And then they also look so different to me, maybe just because it's a boy girl thing, but. They no, I think, share DNA. <laughs> I think Margot looks so much like you. I appreciate it. <laughs> For sure. And Graydon looks more like Chris, I yeah. think. Well, I mean, but, I would hope it was but that there's way. there's a mix. But there's a mix there, too, yeah. of, of all of you. But yeah. <sighs> I want to hear all about coming home, Alice meeting Evelyn. Like, I, you have not told me any of this, so I'm just, like, yeah. dying to know. So we were always on the, like, we were very firm in the beginning with, um, 
we did not want Alice to come to the hospital. Um, we wanted to introduce her at home. And then lo and behold, we were in the hospital and we were like, we can't wait to see her. And also our room was ginormous. Like we could have had a full ass party in our <laughs> postpartum room. And it wasn't like scary in there. Like I was nervous about the hospital because we've been in hospital situations with Alice before. Not like serious, but you know what I mean? Like visiting family members or even yeah. she came with me once when we did our 3d, um, ultrasound for Evie and she was like freaked out by me laying on the table and like them doing the thing to my belly she was like mama get up mama stop mama get up (laughs) so we were like I don't know like if we really want that we decided to have her come anyway but we were very clear with family that like we just want it to be her and not like in-laws and parents like we wanted to do it with just the the four of us yeah um and that meeting went great she was so sweet she like gave her kisses and I have a video of it I look so bad in the video but for the memes it's good to have um and she is so sweet uh however like 20 minutes 30 minutes after that my my mother-in-law came Gigi came and you know, she wanted to hold the baby and like mm. ooh and ah over Evie, and that's where things <laughs> took a turn. <laughs> As it does, um, yeah. I'm gonna be really honest on here about how I felt that first di- like during this moment and that first night because I hope it will. I don't know. Maybe some people have had a similar experience, but as soon as Gigi got there, like things took a turn. She started to like act out and she was saying like, stop, no, like about the baby. And, but it was also nap time that, so in the hospital, it was like fully nap time. And I was like, okay, she's just tired. Like they need to go. Gigi was picking her up from the hospital. So that's like where she was going. Mm -hmm. And once they left, I was like, That was, she's just tired. It was a weird situation. Yeah. But then, but the night that we got home, you know, my in-laws came to drop her off. And so we had family here. They were all ooing and aahing over the baby. My sister-in-law was here. There was a lot going on. It was late at night. So it was like also bedtime. And Alice was acting like a different toddler. Like I cannot tell you she was. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say she was acting like a little brat. Like (laughs) she was being so different. She was not her sweet self. Like she was like saying stop and being bossy and like Mm -hmm. fighting for attention. And I, and part of this was definitely my like postpartum hormones, you know? Yeah. But I, and probably just feeling overwhelmed about it being like our first night at home. Like my anxiety was kicking in for the first night. And I just like burst into tears in front of my in-laws. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there was truly a moment where I was like, did we make the wrong decision? Like having another yeah. baby, like genuinely, I was like, even though I love, I love Evie so much. And I already like see that she is going to be so great for our family in that moment. I was like, oh no, mm-hmm. I'm changing my toddler forever. Like my sweet toddler girl is oh my god I'm gonna cry no I mean I think 
it's so common. Like they become attention seeking. Like Graydon didn't do it initially. And then he like started to change over time where he was attention seeking, seeing where he could push the boundaries and get away with things. And it's so hard, especially like, like you said, with the hormones and the anxiety for the night, it's like, I'm overwhelmed. I was. I was so overwhelmed. And when you have expectations and you see others' videos of like the perfect meeting and you want that and you have that in your head and when your expectations aren't met, you're like, what did I do? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's so hard. But I mean, it changes over time. Like now Graydon just ignores her and she is so obsessed with him and he'll just look at her and she'll smile and he's like, all right, see ya toots once again. Like <laughs> I'm not into you. <laughs> so That's I think so it just, funny. it's a learning curve for sure. It's so hard. Yeah. And so I went to bed that night, like sobbing, <laughs> like I was like, not well. Yeah. Part of it, like I said, was hormones and everything, but I was just like, oh no, like she's going to hate me. Like, or she hate, she's mad at us that we're, we brought this baby home And so I like, I'm not kidding. The next morning, like when we woke up, I was like scared to get her out of bed. I was like, oh no, we're going to have a hard day. Like this is our first full day. And we had made it a point for that next day to like truly just be like a family of four day. Like we didn't want help around or family around. We wanted it to be like Alice and Evie and the two of us. Mm -hmm. And my God, I was so wrong. (laughs) She was so good. She was so good. She like, you know had some interest in Evie she wanted to see her but we like made a point to also have one-on-one time with her and like yeah focus on her um and we took her to the park uh so she got it with Evie too like we all all four of us went to the park and um she was so she we had the best day like truly we had the best day and I was like oh my god all of this was for nothing like (laughs) she was fine I think overarching theme is that she has the hardest time when other family members are around Ah. she is the first yeah she is the first grandchild on both sides she is queen of the motherfucking universe okay like everyone is obsessed with her she gets whatever she wants with everyone else which is a problem but so I think to see everyone else like ooh and ah over this baby that's the hardest part for her and I still get emotional thinking about like oh god (laughs) oh my god I (laughs) you're good makes me so emotional do the postpartum hormones are wild yeah oh my god okay i was crying for get it together girl (laughs) um but it is such a big change in her little world you know yeah oh god well i i i want like Vinny has said some things to her that i'm like i don't want to say that like like he, he said things like oh well Evie's a baby you're not a baby anymore like you should you got to be a big girl I'm like no like this is a big change for her too like she's allowed she's I always yeah I always try and like remind everyone I'm like please be sure to give Graydon your attention as well like don't come in and just be like Margo Margo and my parents always laugh they're like how can you not give Graydon attention he demands it (laughs) Yeah, because he does. Alice and, is the same way. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we are eighty percent 
watching Graydon and thank God Margo is such a good happy just to be their baby because if she wasn't like Chris and I probably would feel like we were all over the place but it is a big change and I feel like they're never going to remember a world without the baby in it though at some point and and I feel like Graydon feels that way now already um anytime we're anywhere without her he's like where's Margo I'm like she's napping and he's like go get her go get her mom (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny it's already gotten better and she like like in the morning she gets up and she's like see Evie see Evie yeah and so it's already gotten better and I think she's adjusting well overall we of course have moments yeah most of the moments like I said are kind of around other family members which like we're gonna we're navigating it you're like no one's allowed to come over for a while (laughs) for real I mean I wish I could enforce that but (laughs) I can't. It's um, hard. It's not all rainbow and butterflies. And I mean, it's yeah. not all perfect videos and what you capture isn't always what you see. Like, it's hard. Just It is so true. Like, I feel I definitely felt the pressure to, like, capture this cute video of yeah. them meeting and it being perfect. And, like, it wasn't like that. And so for all of you out there who do bring home a, a sibling, just know that it could go differently than you think. But it doesn't mean that, like, that what's happening in that moment is going to keep happening forever. Right. Like, like I said, the next day was a completely different day. It kind of reminds me, I think you said something to me recently of, like, that maybe Olivia told you of, like, we're having a bad. Yeah. If one bad hour does not equate to a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Because that's how it was. Like. Even that night when they brought her home, like she was only awake for like an hour and a half and it was a horrible hour and a half. And now I associate that day with like, or them, her coming home being like this awful thing when like, it was literally just an hour and a half and it was and then the whole bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been telling myself that so much lately and you guys will hear that on an episode with Olivia because she was quote master 3000 and had all the (laughs) wonderful like insights and things to say that were working so perfectly for like any moment in your life. And Mm -hmm. I have been saying that to myself constantly ever since I talked to her because like sometimes the mornings are chaotic and I'm like, it's just one hour. He's going to come home this afternoon and we're going to change that around, you know? Yeah. So you just got to remember that. Yeah. Well, it's been good. And I'm, I've been trying to really, uh, like have pockets of time where I focus on Alice. I sit in the playroom with her, either Evie's with dad or in her little bouncer or whatever. And like today she's with, uh, like my mother-in-law watches her every Wednesday. And so we're keeping that routine. She goes to Gigi's on Wednesdays. And I'm here with Evie. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. She's already she's she's already turned it around and it's been great. I am so glad and I'm yeah. glad everything went well and like I said, it's an adjustment. I mean we're f- we're almost half a year in and I feel like I don't know, she's been with us our whole life. Like I don't really remember the time before I don't know it's crazy to think that way but yeah I mean you you're a weekend and you look amazing you look well rested and glowy oh that's all a facade (laughs) (laughs) yeah so 
I've I've got a tricky little girl here. Like we've had <laughs> we've had some good nights and then we've had some bad nights. So I know that it's not gonna be like linear and that's just how it is with a newborn. Like we had the first night home actually was good. She was she gave me like two to three hour stretches, which is all I can ask for at yeah. this moment. Um, she eats great. Um and then we had one night where it was not great. Like she was up every 45 minutes. Like mm. I'm not kidding. It was like she couldn't settle. I don't know. Yeah. I think actually it was that she has to poop. And I think that's what happened last night. She hasn't pooped in 24 hours and she's got like some constipation or gas happening. I don't know. Yeah. But so we've had like, I would say like 70% of our nights have been good. Like two to three hour stretches. Yeah. She is sleeping in the bassinet. And then 30% of our nights have been like, this is terrible. I hate it. It's so (laughs) hard. It's so hard. Like, and I love my husband so much, but he doesn't get up in the middle of the night. Like I do all of the nights and I know. Are you breastfeeding at night or doing bottles too? Okay. Yeah. This is a whole nother saga here that you, I haven't even like told you about at all. I am trying to breastfeed. We did do bottles for a little bit while I was waiting for my nipples to heal. So let's take a step back. <laughs> I <laughs> Candace looks all glowy and dewy and she's falling apart on the insides. <laughs> Literally, my nipples are unwell. Uh if you are in a, in, a, in our Facebook group, you saw my post pleading for help. Um <laughs> But (laughs) so, okay. If you've listened to the show, I've been very clear. I really wanted to try to breastfeed more. I pretty much exclusively pumped with Alice because she never really latched. She wasn't a great eater this time around. Pump the the pump life is hard. Like there's no other way to, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's all hard. Let's be honest. Breastfeeding is hard. Pump life is hard. It's all fucking hard. Okay. Picking formula and hoping it works and doesn't give them some issues is hard. It's all hard. It's psychologically like draining. (laughs) 100%. It's like, choose your heart. Yeah. And for this time around, I really wanted to try to choose the breastfeed hard because we're going to Europe. I know I've said this like a million times. We're going to France for my brother's wedding. The thought of having to pump and like bring pump parts and store milk while we're in Europe just sounds impossible to me. Yeah. And you know, I've seen other women, I've seen my cousins and all those people who just like so nice. They just like whip out their boob and feed and the baby eats and it's and you're like, I can do that. So easy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, God gave me boobs. I can do that. Yeah. I was really lucky in the beginning. Evie latched amazingly. She seemed to be eating well. At that point, your milk isn't like fully in, but I was definitely getting I definitely had like colostrum coming in but around like probably the second day and again we're feeding every two hours okay like it's a lot the like the, it was like the day we went home so on valentine's day my nipples started to deteriorate okay <laughs> like <laughs> everything started to go downhill i was in thinking so, of like wet paper just dissolving like, it was <laughs> so bad like i was in so much pain every time she latched i was like Like I could cry and, but I still like kind of tried to push through it. I was using nipple cream. That was when I like started asking people, what should I do? What do I need to order? Like, and this goes back to even 
you know, our second time mom episode that just came out like last week or whatever, like ordering things on demand, you can get things in 24 hours. Like that's how this was. Like, I was like, what do I need for these nipples to help them heal? I, a lot of people told me the silverettes cups, yeah, which are as good as everyone says they are. So if you're listening to this and you start breastfeeding or are breastfeeding and are having lots of nipple pain and bleeding, cracking, all those things, the silverettes, I swear to God, healed me in a day and a half. So um, I took a break from nursing just to like let my uh, nipples heal because Alice, Alice, oh my God, Evie had a, (laughs) Evie had a, spit up situation that was pink like mm-hmm. pink from blood like she was ingesting my blood which a lot of people you know and I talked to a pediatrician about it she was like it's not that big of a deal like you could keep breastfeeding but for your own sanity like maybe you want to let yourself heal a little bit so we went uh I went to pump pretty much as ex- ex- exclusively pumping for a day and a half or two days probably two full days to let my nipples heal I was diligent about the nipple cream and the silverettes cups whenever like I wasn't pumping. Um, and they healed like pretty quickly. I was pretty shocked. Yeah. Um, but there was some concern about like what was causing the nipple pain. A lot of the time, if like everyone says nursing shouldn't be painful, if it's painful, like it's incorrect, you know? Yeah. And so I'm not going to lie. There was a day there where I was like, I just want to say, fuck it. I do. I want to just either just exclusively pump because I'm comfortable with that. And, or there was a, there's a part of me that's like, do I even want to do this at all? Like, no, I love the late night texts that I get and I wake up to where you're like, help, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then the, by the morning, you're like, I'm fine. Yeah. It's just the late night, like, mind yeah. fuck of pumping. And, like, you're so tired. You're sitting there. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a milk cow. Like, it's just so hard. Um, So after talking to my cousin who – I talk about her a lot on here. She's, she's on her fifth baby. She, she was like, if you really want to do it, if you really want to try to nurse and not – be like an exclusive pumper or switch to formula. She was like, I would meet with a lactation consultant or um, an OT, like a occupa- right, yeah, occupational mm-hmm. therapist who can evaluate the latch, evaluate her mouth, make sure she doesn't have a lip tie or tongue tie yeah. or all of that. Um, and she sent me someone's information here in Tampa. Um, I believe their name is Madden. Let me, I, I want to say it correctly because they were so amazing. Yeah. Madden Therapy Solutions. Um, She is an occupational therapist, um, a lactation consultant. She's also a speech therapist. Um, So she can kind of do all sorts of like in-home consultations. She also does them virtual if you wanted. It was really important for me to, for her to come to my house. Like I wanted my pillows, my nursing pillows in the environment that I nurse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So she came yesterday and it was such a good experience Yay. and I'm so happy I did it. And I highly encourage you if you are, if you want to nurse, which by the way, whatever route you choose, do it to a girl. I wanted to really try and make it work. So I, um, 
it was just an amazing experience. So they evaluated all of her mechanics, like mm-hmm. lip tie, tongue tie, her suck, everything. Everything looked perfect. No lip tie, no tongue tie, all of that. My boobs are huge, in case you didn't know. I sent Whitney a video of me um, <laughs> from two days ago that... <sighs> They're as there big are... as my head, I'm not going to lie. They are unbelievable. Like... Even I know my we husband. talk about them a lot. Like, I should I just, just I should just post a titty pic at this point. I honestly. don't think people realize how <laughs> out. I don't even know the word like otherworldly that they are. I've just never seen anything like them in my life. So they're shocking to me. Even my husband was like, "Damn!" Like, and like you know, were, he's seen them a lot. But they're big before. You give birth, right. but like after it's like shocking when so. the milk comes in, it's, it's pretty shocking. It's crazy. So because my boobs are so big and my nipples are big, uh, that it's when, when the baby is so little, like it, it, it is hard for them to get for my nipple to be deep enough in her mouth without literally choking her. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, in order for her to get the correct latch, like I have to be deep enough to where she's like, like literally gagging on it. Okay. So your boobs are overwhelming your child. No, like for real, (laughs) for real. Um, so yeah. So the lactation or, you know, the uh, occupational therapist slash lactation consultant was like, listen, your boobs are huge, but that doesn't mean like you, we can't make it work. It's just, oh we got to like figure out what works. So we tried some different positions. We learned that, um, her lat her latch is good, which is what I thought. Um, it does need to be a little bit deeper, but that my boobs are just too big. And as she gets bigger, it will get better. Yeah. You know? So I just so kind funny. of, I have to like break through this threshold of dealing with it a little bit. We also learned that the pain is actually not necessarily while she's like actively drinking. What's happening is not a latch issue. It is what they call an endurance issue. So she will drink. I also have a pretty heavy letdown and flow. So what's happening is, oh my God, it's so crazy. Like I just said that out loud and I can feel the letdown happening. Do you, does that ever happen to it's you? It's like, it was like a tingle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my God. That's so crazy. Well, okay. that doesn't happen to me anymore. Yeah, they yeah. dried up so quick. I mean. Okay. Well, I'm going to wish that for me when the time comes, but we learned that she eats and she can, because my supply and my flow is so good, she can get like a full feed in like seven to 10 minutes. Oh, that's great which is great. But what's because I don't know how much she's getting and I was anxious about it. I was just letting her sit on my boob, which to But how you would know, you know that though, you right, know? Right. So I learned I learned that what what was happening here is she was basically done eating, but she was using my boob as a basically a pacifier. Like she yeah. was pacifying herself, which is a shallower latch because she's not having to actively eat. So she's just basically sucking, which wow. that is that is what was causing my pain and not the actual feeding. So we learn I learned that I have to unlatch her, burp That's her. So useful. Like yeah. how Oh my God. Thank God they came. I know. 
Because that was the, the part that was discouraging you, and it was such an easy fix. Like it was such an easy fix. Wow. So I just unlatch her. I burp her. If if I feel like she needs more, fl- flip her to the other side, or relatch her after I do some things to like kind of wake her up and get her out of that like pacifying phase. And so last night was my, so like I said, this, she came yesterday and last night was my first night of exclusively nursing all night instead of like doing some bottles or, and it was great. She latched amazingly every time she ate. I, I would get her off. She would, uh, well, I, Last night wasn't a great sleep night, but it was latch wise and nursing wise was great. Um, And I do still have to pump a little bit just to like relieve myself because my supply is so good. But um, I'm so, so happy with my choice to have that in-home consultation. I learned so much. It is so helpful to do it in your own home with like your own supplies in your own environment. And I highly recommend it also just gave me peace of mind that like she doesn't have a tongue tie or lip tie. Yeah. That's great. And you know, so, um, how do you feel mentally being like the main food supply, like not having Vinny like help with bottles or, and all that? It's a little scary. I'm not going to lie. Um, it is a little bit overwhelming and I will say, I think moving forward and I know I just said, I do want to try and exclusively nurse. I'm going to be flexible with myself on that. Like I want to be able to leave the house for four hours if needed or whatever, like, and have someone give her a bottle. So she is taking a bottle or she has taken a bottle obviously in the past week and has been still fine. Like, yeah. Latching. So I'm not too concerned about mixing in bottles every now and then the lactation consultant did tell me that I should definitely be using a preemie nipple or no, definitely no higher than a size one nipple to, so that she's not getting used to like an open the fast flow. flow. Cause then she'll right. like Which, it. It's so much easier yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. So, um, mentally I'm feeling, I'm just feeling like I'm still giving myself grace with the feeding thing. Like if in a month I'm, I'm still not like, if I'm not loving the nurse life, like I'm going to change, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on what feels good for my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my mental health. And if that, you know, hopefully it's nursing, but if it's not like I'm not, there's no shame for me to change it, yeah. you know? And I feel like so. you've put in a lot of effort to try and make it work. And if it just isn't, yeah. then it isn't. So mm-hmm. no, that's amazing. And such a good idea to have them come to your house and do it with all of your things and, and your, where you want to sit. Um, that makes yeah. a big difference. So because when the lactation consultant in the hospital comes to you, I don't know what your experience has been. They talk so fucking fast and they're like, well, they just squish it like a hamburger and they're like <laughs> here. And you're like, Okay. they're always like all right let's gather the pillows like the one that came to visit us this time in the hospital she was like rolling towels from the bathroom and sticking them under and I was just like I'm not gonna do this like I'm not gonna be rolling a towel like I don't really know like I don't really know how to (laughs) like do this whole setup you've like built this (laughs) like throne of towel towels and pillows around me like I don't really know how to recreate this at home so 
I don't live in a hotel, miss. Like, we're not yeah. even doing balloon so, animals. and Yeah, I just find it so helpful. And to be honest, I didn't think it was that expensive. It was worth it, in my opinion, yeah. to, like, get peace of mind that a she doesn't have a tongue tie lip tie that the latch to for her to come to my house and like help me worth every penny in my opinion there also might be some resources like from the hospital of people who will come that are maybe like covered by insurance I don't know I didn't look at that route I just was like let's get someone here yeah (laughs) but um yeah I mean I've been feeling good recovery wise this time I definitely have done. Did you feel this way? I I've done too much this time around. Like, uh, uh-uh. I didn't feel. I I felt better this time. I no, no, had I, more of a tear last time. Oh, so. okay. I I definitely feel good still, but I I guess I was talking to Vinny about this. Like with Alice, we didn't come home until day five. Like I laid in a hospital bed for five days. Well, Candace, Whereas- you went to the fucking zoo yesterday. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I don't feel good. <laughs> no, I didn't even tell you. Okay. So remember I told you the next day after Alice met her, this was like literally the day after we got home, we took her to the park with Evie and like the whole thing was like, I'm going to be with Evie, but we'll all be there together. You know? Well, of course, Alice wants me to, like, walk around with her. She's, like, dragging me by the hand. My child likes to go to the tallest part of the freaking playground and risk her life, you know? (laughs) So, and Vinny's talking to someone who I don't know who he's talking to, which is typical. So, I'm suddenly I'm up in the playground (laughs) with Alice and she asked me to go down a slide and I have to send you a picture. This is the tallest fucking slide in the place. She wants to go down it. She can't go down it by herself. She's way too little. So I sit on the damn slide with her in my lap and I went down the slide literally (laughs) three days after I had a baby. And as soon as I did it, Whitney, I looked at Vinny and I was like, we got to go. Like (laughs) I could feel, feel my insides like they were not strong enough for me to do that like genuinely I was concerned I started to have like stomach pain I had done I had also done like house chores that morning and that night I did yeah that night I had that night I had more bleeding it wasn't anything worrisome I talked to my doctor like they say if you're filling up a pad like in an hour, that's when you should should be concerned. It wasn't anything like that, but it, my bleeding got heavier. Yeah, and I it was kind of a wake up call for me to be like, "You're doing too much, girl. Like, <laughs> you got to chill." And Vinny and I were like, "Yeah, we got to tone it down a little bit." That because part you are, was, yeah, that part was hard for me mentally. Like, I would see Chris because we had Margot in August, mm-hmm. and I would see Chris running around outside with Graydon and I was stuck inside and I would get so sad like I know like I would be jealous I'd be like I miss my old life where I could go and do that with with my son and Mm -hmm. I'm having to stay inside and be behind and now we're like at that point that we all can do that together now so it's just like it's always just a season and it's hard but man, it's changed so quickly. Like within six months, like we're all able to do everything together and we all can go on walks and this and that. So you just got to give yourself some time. I know it's, um, and that's kind of like exactly what you're describing with like watching 
like Chris outside is exactly why I went to the zoo yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> because I just was like, A, I was dying to get out of the house. I was starting to feel like a dark bed person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. I just like felt so gross. I was like, I got to get out. The weather has been beautiful this week. It's like in the 60s and not a cloud in the sky. It's so pretty. And I was like, I got to get out of this house. And so that's, we only went to the, literally we were at the zoo for an hour and 15 minutes. We have passes. So it's like fine if we're there for just a little bit of time. Yeah. And it was the best thing for my mental health, honestly. I, and I took it easy the rest of the day, but I, that's exactly why I went to the zoo. I was watching Vinny do stuff with Alice and I was like, I'm jealous. Like I know I it kind of makes be... you sad. You're like, wait for me. Like, it's yeah. not fair that you get to go do all this and I'm stuck. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I will say is I have been trying really hard to be conscious of, like, not wishing away this time. I feel like it's so easy. The newborn life is so fucking hard. The sleep, the no sleep, the constant feeding, the cracked and bloody nipples. Like, it is brutal. Like, the recovery, the... that's why you black it out oh my god yeah like it is brutal but I find myself and there like there are countless moments I can think of in the past week where I've been like god I just can't wait till we get to like three or four months when she's like sleeping and you know think we're in more of a routine or whatever and then there are moments where I like look at her little squish face on me and I'm like I gotta stop wishing forward like I gotta stop wishing this time away because I don't know if I'm gonna have another baby I truly don't like this could be my last time I don't know we're undecided (laughs) so I don't want to wish away oh my god I'm so fucking emotional (laughs) I love it oh my god I know the the clip for this episode is just going to be all the clips of me trying not Com- to cry. <laughs> the compilations of you like having tears. <sighs> but I just want to soak in every moment of her like little squishy newborn self. And, you know, I think about Shannon a lot during all mm-hmm. of this. Like I would give anything for her to be here with her yeah. newborn. So it's just a good way to think of it like yeah there are hard parts but to dive into the happy and I was just the opposite I couldn't wait (laughs) I know and I feel bad saying that but I'm just not a newborn person and I like now yeah so much better um that's that's fair though like yeah yeah and everyone I do I do like the newborn phase like I do but it also is brutal like it's savage it really is like I don't do well without sleep <laughs> just I not I'm not good well I'm so happy she's here and y'all are thriving I can't wait for more updates as she like gets older and oh my gosh it just it gets better and better every day it's crazy I'm like I know oh, having a little family of four is like a little slice of heaven on earth. It's so fun. So it is fun so far. I'm and I'm can't wait for all that is to come and to see her and Alice like really bond yeah. and play together. Like I, it's gonna be so cute and so fun. So they're gonna be amazing. The little Donnelly sisters. The Donnelly sisters. 
Uh, well, thanks for letting me talk your ear off for over hey, an hour. This is your episode, and I am so glad to catch up on everything and stop withholding for me for these podcasts because I wanna I want updates in real time. Okay, from now on, <laughs> I will give you updates in real time. Thank you, thank you. All right, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for being a part of our mom group chat. New episodes drop every Tuesday. And don't forget, the group chat is blowing up on our Instagram page. So make sure you're following along over there. All right. Got to go. My toddler just put something in her mouth.